Welcome back to the Dynasty League Chat. At least as of now, the name of the podcast is the Dynasty League Chat, but soon that name may be changing. So anybody in our league and anybody here today, um, if you have any ideas of what the name of our podcast should be, let us know. Um, And we'll make that change because we really just want to name the league something, and then that's what we're going to name the podcast. So this is everything still very bare bones. um, And yeah, man, so someone someone come up with a name, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to roll with that. Um, Today, we have, man, we, we have from 2017 to 2018, there's a group of us that played a lot of Xbox together. And today, we have our old Xbox group chat here to record this podcast. We have myself, Nate, White, who's already been on, and we have... Rogers, who is entering the chat. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Rogers, what's going on, man? How's life? Hey, hey, hey. You know, I'm just, hey, I'm trying to live every day to the best of my ability in my life, right? (laughs) But I I know know a lot of people miss me from this chat because I've been playing hardcore. But but I want to ask, hey, Nate, how's your family, man? How, how, how you doing? We good, man. We still at Disney World. You know, we still celebrating. We still good. Hey, but you got the fast pass? Of course, man. Hey, they let chance go to the to the front, man. That's why I mess with them. Hey, they, they, they <laughs> real. So, so today, uh, what the episode is going to consist of is um, Rogers is going to clap back a little bit at uh, at Nate for Nate calling his team out as being weak in the first episode. Um, after that, we're going to kind of dive into, um, the trades that have happened recently in the league. Um, Rogers and white made a trade. They'll, they'll talk about that. Me and Nate had a trade. We talk, we'll talk about that. Uh, Rogers wants to dive into other couple topics. I think he wants to talk about a trade that he did during the league that he wants to clarify that got talked about in a future, in a past episode. Um, and yeah, so that's that's it. There's not too much structure to it, but those are kind of the topics that we'll be hitting. And uh, that's how we're going to start it off today, man. We're going to start it off with Rogers, he, yeah. uh, aka Jules, aka Percy Adams, aka Dead Last. Um, right. I was about so, to say. so as long as y'all give me the title, that's all that matters. You know, what I mean? it might be the worst title, but it's a title. All right, Rogers, the floor is yours, my man. Too easy. First off, first things first, fuck Russ. Hey, second off, here we go. Um, <laughs> that man been calling me out for the last two episodes. I, I didn't even hear the last one, but but I digress, right? So first off, let, let's jump back to Nate, right? You, you know, you hurt, you hurt my feelings a little bit. You, you said my team is the weakest in the league, right? And that was before, and we're going to take out, like, all the trades that just happened and pretty much. So you really sit there. Are you saying for, like, the next two years? Or are you talking about, like, grand scheme moving forward? Grand scheme moving forward. Like, because let's just, like, I'll give you some props first on, on people on your team that I, I feel like I'm going to be solid moving forward. Kyle Pitts, that you got a stud there for moving forward. Okay. Tyreek Hill. Definitely a stud moving forward for you. Nick Chubb, yeah, 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 yeah. Running back legs, I mean, obviously, you know, they always change, but we don't know about that. But yeah, I'll give you Nick Chubb. I'll give you Nick Chubb. But obviously, my whole point was that 
if you have a like an injury of some sort or somebody goes out for you know extended period of time, this bench here, these people that that aren't in your starting lineup that I'm looking at, yeah, I just don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of faith in them. I really do. I, I just don't. Outside of DJ Chark, which I will admit that I fucked up on that. He he played like four games. Yeah, I say he didn't lose it, which obviously he didn't. Yeah, I was about to say he had that like uh, what is it that that knee ankle hip bone. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. So it wasn't yeah. a, it wasn't uh, an ACL. I thought it was ACL. It wasn't ACL. He, he had uh like a, a a hairline fracture in like some bone in his ankle area. Like right, it, right, right. it was I, something I was like, lingering. So he was playing. He played like two or three games, but he would get like yeah, one or two catches and then be done. You know what I mean, like it, that, that was it. Like, and he would exit the game in the first quarter. So it was like, hey, he's playing. I start him. Nothing, you know what I mean? Like right. it, it was that. It, it, that was the the, the biggest part that I, I had last year was like, which obviously we're going to talk about a little bit later. Is like those game time decision, motherfuckers. Those dudes right. were killing me. Hey y'all, I know we about to kick off as soon as the ball, ball kicks off. Hey, this just in. Uh, we're shutting this person down. You're like, oh, yeah, oh. that that and again, yeah, that we will be bringing that up later in this oh. episode. The quote unquote tanking thing we were talking about last oh. at the end of last episode, we'll, we'll be talking about that. So, you know, hey, it's okay. But let me also say this. So, um, oh, oh no, 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 there was one question. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead, answer your question, man. Because you said Chubb was respectable, right? That, that's an easy for sure, for sure. on anybody's team. Anyone would love to have Chubb on their team. Yeah. How do yeah. you say no to DeAndre Swift? Because I know that you sat there and, like, I, I talked to John about it. You sat there and said, uh, like, you, obviously Ch- Chubb is respectable. You say no for DeAndre Swift. He's always playing catch up for uh, Detroit. Obviously, I'm a Detroit fan, so, you know, I figured it out. But even if you're playing the whole catch up game, DeAndre Swift in the fir- in every game that he was healthy was a top fifteen at wide receiver. You know what I mean? Like he played running back though. But that's okay. game. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what he does. Okay. All right. Okay. But in, in but he his, was like he was field fifteen every game. Let's but say that DeAndre hard. Swift is is a plus on your team. Yeah, he's a plus on your team. He's in your starting lineup. My thing is, I just feel like your team isn't that deep. Which I mean, if I'm banking on injuries and stuff like that, I mean, that's one thing. But I just feel like there's some there's some there's some space on your team. That I feel like you can improve. Okay. Um, also, I looked at I tried to look at your you know I tried I tried to be you know objective about it and look at your look at the points <laughs> against all that type of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You were middle of the pack, which is fine. So it's not like you had, you know, the most points against or whatever like that. Um, yeah. And the points four was middle of the pack too. So uh, basically, it was, it was dead last. He was dead last. Oh, was dead last. Yeah, for points four, he was dead last. So basically, oh, yeah. he deserved to be last. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was basically my point. Okay, so you know, but I, I'll, I'll let you continue to defending your team. But you know, I just feel <laughs> like I, I ultimately feel like I'll be a hundred percent. Like last year, my team was God Basura. Basura, basura, hot dog water, yeah. But like, <laughs> I, feel like it, I feel like this is a good chance to bring up, like, for me, I trust myself with 
A, I have a decent amount of youth on my team. Like, the oldest two people I have that are going to be, quote-unquote, like, in the starter fringe, obviously Stafford is going to stick around, but, I, you know, like, the whole Watson thing is going to be a little weird. It's going to be a good thing to look at. And was it Tyreek is probably the next oldest besides Brandon Cooks? But, I like, I mean, that was from the trade, so, like, that was, you know, another time for a little bit later on. But, like, all my starters are, what, 26 and below? True. They, I mean, they, you do have a young team, but I, I, I have to piggyback off of Nate. You, your benches, the trades that you made. I, if we're if we're going back, like transporting yep. back a week ago when we mm-hmm. did that episode, I think Nate was right as far as your depth. You're starting roster because I remember on the episode I said on on the episode I said I don't think he's that bad off because I do think your starting roster is pretty solid, but the bench it's, it's is not pretty that, bad. Okay, but but okay, let's factor in something else. When you said that. Well, it was either you or Nate. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I'm, I'm quoting one. Yeah. I don't remember exactly which one. You guys factored in Baton's picks. I, I know I want to talk about no picks. It wasn't me. Yeah. You, I didn't talk about no picks. It wasn't me. Even though my picks were at the time better than Baton's. You – that's true. And, and But, oh, yeah. I, again, I didn't bring up the fact your team was weak, so I didn't – yeah, I wasn't making that argument. So I, yeah. again, but I'm saying like that was the talking topic. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm saying. Like for you, you said it wasn't that bad, and then obviously I still have the draft capital to be able to go in there to be able to get some picks, or I could just trade a second rounder and then go get two uh, running backs. You know, damn near nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Yeah, make everybody privy on what the trade was. Like, what? So, what did you get for the second round pick? I want to know. Yeah, yeah so I guess we'll kind of touch on that. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about as far as your team being? No, nah, like, like I know that my team was horrible. I had one more question. No, going forward, I'm confident with the moves I'm going to make plus the draft. I know, back okay. like I'll put money on it. I ain't coming in last. Okay, that's that's great. Okay, so this is my last question. So, with your team currently constructed the way it is, yes, no, make no more trades. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you can improve on your position? Yeah, be better than last. Which I guess that's not saying a lot, but um, it, but I mean that's fair. I mean he can be better. He has a lot of Mitchell. He does have upside in terms like, of like his roster. Really like. If Elijah has a decent year like he did last year, you know, state yeah. barring fuck injuries, uh, if DeAndre Swift stays average across the board and Chubb goes across the board, that team by itself and Stafford is gonna do just fine. Like I do I do I think he's gonna be like a top three, top five quarterback? No. Yeah. But do I feel like he's gonna be top ten? Absolutely. That's strong in a fantasy league. Bro, Nate Chubb Swift. Cooks, Hill, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Pitts, Miles Sanders, Mitchell, they could go for 18-plus in a game. Like, they yeah. both, all of them have paper, but, capability. But to do right, 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 right. Is the bench. You know what I mean? Like, But that's the, that's the thing. Like, and, I'm going to this draft to reassure some flaws in this, like, in, in my team. And that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I would, we could see the st- I would, I would like to see the stats when, um, when certain people were on their bye weeks. Which, I mean, I guess they didn't fluctuate that much because you only I had a, you know, you yeah, only had. Yeah. I see. Yeah. That would that would back up my point a lot more if I could see like, all right, how did you do with? Like, Nate, I guess you could say that with anybody. Hey, 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 hey
I don't think it fucking matters. Yeah, you're right. 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 And and again, I yeah, and I and I do think that Nate's point was very valid in the first episode. Whenever he said, or the whenever, yeah, the first episode when he said, if Tyreek were to go down before the trade you just made. If Tyreek Hill would have went down, it was not looking good. Again, yes, you're going to be drafting people this offseason, but it is also, you know, it's a hit or miss on rookies being effective year one being in the league, right? You, oh, you, yeah. It's rarely to get a Jamar Chase and, right, you know, right, right, and right. a Justin Jefferson. Uh, year one, It's that's very tough. Well, what was it? Uh, Justin Jefferson and C.D. Lamb, like I, I, I drafted those rookies in, my, in our other league. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the other problem yeah. is, like, I'm on the streets right now. No stacks. Yeah, well, you should have drafted them in Dynasty. Zero stacks right now. Um, so, we didn't have one then. So, yeah, you ain't got zero stacks right now. I forgot about that, too. That's the, that's the second problem. So, um, since we've kind of touched on it a little bit, we'll go ahead and dive into it. We'll let um, we'll let White um, we'll let White go. Um, let's. We're going to talk about the trade that transpired um, again, I, I know I've said this multiple times. We're going to have a trade episode going forward, but we're, the trades we're about to dissect in this episode are ones that have happened this offseason. So all the trades that we're going to dissect going forward in the, that future episode will be about all the trades that happened in season year one. But any trade that happens you know, now going forward, we're definitely going to be doing an episode like this where we can break it down in the middle of the week You know, when it's not the structured episode. So for context, the trade that happened was between Jamario White and Jules, Julian Rogers. When I say Jules, that's also Rogers. Uh, so anyways, they can talk about the trade that they had. Uh, you got it, White. Go ahead. All right. So, um, yeah, so the trade was um, I gave Rogers, Brandon Cooks, Elijah Mitchell, and Miles Sanders for Donnell Mooney and um, uh, second-round pick. And that second-round pick is first overall second-round pick. So with my roster – um, due to the fact that I kind of like I had a I had if if I had to judge myself, I had probably like one of the worst drafts out of us. Um, in terms of like my first few picks were good, and then it just kind of like went downhill because I just get stuck on players. But um, yeah, I had a bad draft, so my goal was kind of to at some point when I realized I wasn't making the playoffs, I was just kind of evaluating my team. I was like, all right, what's the moves I can make? So like, so eventually I had. Like all my running backs I had was uh Derek Henry, Antonio Gibson. This is like pre-trade. So Derek Derek Henry, Antonio Gibson, Elijah Mitchell, Miles Sanders, Reminder Stevenson, um, all of them. So like I had all these running backs. I know I had to make some type of move because like my wide receiver core is kind of suspect. So like I had Metcalf, Elijah Moore, then my next um wide receiver after that is Chase Claypool, you know? So I was weak there. So I wanted to make a move. And so I was make, you know, I was taking all things into consideration or what would be the um the best running back moving forward that I can like trade to get. I guess how can I explain it? So which would be the best move? Which running back would give me the best return in value? I say like that. So like I felt like Elijah Mitchell had the best upside there. Um and so you know I needed a wide receiver. I wanted a young Wild receiver, and I look at the Bears situation, Darnell Mooney, you know, with uh, Allen Robinson most likely walking away from that team. He was going to be the um, number one wide receiver going in there. And even though Justin Fields didn't have that, well, didn't have a great season or uh, Andy Dalton, he still produced like wide receiver two, wide receiver 
three type numbers. When you say um, when, sorry, when you when you say Allen Robinson is stepping away from the team, what does that mean? Do you know something? I well, know? yeah, I mean, yeah. So he's uh, most likely the Bears are letting him go. I've seen that in the yeah. news. Yeah, yeah, I know. Was, I know that I I did see like the front office how like Allen Robinson said that he was like game planned out of or he was like. Yeah. He was out he of the game plan and stuff. Right. Yeah, I did see that. But Matt Nagy's yeah. gone now. That was my thing. Right. Matt Nagy was that reason. So, and I know it wasn't great. And I remember last season the contract negotiations with Allen Robinson were already kind of weird. But I was just curious if like something happened today that I didn't know. I thought that. Oh you know, no! I just kind of, okay. I mean, even if Allen Robinson is still on that team, I, you know the Reigns are giving the gotcha. Darnell Mooney. Gotcha. That's just That's how. I, okay, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and you know, with the trade, you know, I wasn't trying to you know, finesse Rodgers or anything like that, you know, what, you know, we're looking at it as like value, even though Elijah Mitchell had some, you know, good games, you know, he was hurt. You have to take into consideration like his value, you know, if you're just looking on paper, if you just look at the trade, you'd probably just assume like, you know, Oh, Rogers offered me that or like, you know, like someone's trying to get over on me or I immediately lost a trade. But if you like, you know, if I break this trade down, you know, I received down, I'm a, you know, a young wide receiver, you know, um, I had to give up something for that because, you know, I didn't choose, you know, I drafted the way I did. So, you know, to get what I want from that point, if I'm not satisfied with the people on my team, I have to sacrifice something to get what I want. You know, that's, right. that's what trades are. So, um, yeah. So, you know, I'm happy with it because, you know, Elijah Mitchell, he's still like unproven. You never know what happens next season. You could, you know, the history of the 49ers use of, uh, running backs right. now, you know, um, Anything happening, he can get hurt. I know he's, you know, injured this year. Well, yeah, he was injured this during this year. Um, you never know what can happen. So I thought it was fair, you know. And then also, you you look into it like you know, Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders didn't get not one touchdown last year. I think he was the he was the player with the, he was the running back with the most yards that season that didn't score a touchdown. I don't know if it was like history or anything like that, but he didn't score like one yeah. at all. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, and. I say this with Jalen Hurts as the quarterback for the Eagles. I'm not touching no running back in that system. I don't care who you are. You like I'm, I'm not. Right. I'm not, fair. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not, because you look at Jalen Hurts, bro. Like, okay, what's the upside for Jalen Hurts? What like 25 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, or just for next year? You know, I'm not. You know. Him sitting there vulturing fucking touchdowns and shit. I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> However, there's, I mean, there could be, you know, could be a change of culture. You never know. Miles Sanders is Miles Sanders going to get like he he's not going to get zero touchdowns again. You know, I mean, Miles Sanders all he has to do is go to like another team. Possibly, he's a good talent. It's not like he's a trash court. He's just not being utilized properly. Right. You know that's. Right. But he has good ups, upside. And then you know Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks got a few, you know, years left. I mean, he's still he's still good. Brandon Cooks has six seasons with over a thousand yards. You know, and you right. can consider right. you know, go ahead, go ahead, John. Um no, I'm sorry, finish your thought. Okay, yeah. So, you know, that's good talent there that uh Rogers could use, but I mean he's also like aging. So, you know, I thought it was like even, you oh, know. Okay. Based on okay. where the players' values currently were. The oh. situation with Brandon Cooks, that's why if you look at it, it seems like I gave too much, but I don't and in all honesty, I don't think I did. Okay. Um, now, who sent the trade? You may have already said this, but who sent the trade? I sent the trade to Rodgers. You sent the exact trade that got accepted? There was no negotiations? Hey, yes. White, how long did it take for me to accept that? Probably like like milliseconds. <laughs> 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 I sent a, I sent a so, test. So we'll like, like, yeah. 
So we'll, we'll let Rogers go. Rogers, you go ahead and break down your perspective on it, on how how it went down and how you feel about it. All right. So <laughs> let, let's let's, uh, let's add a little context for everything real quick. Um, I was uh, – obviously, I was shopping around just to get some depth, especially at running back. So I was like, hey, how can I be able to work these picks, yada, yada, yada. I see Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell go up. And I was like, all right, maybe. Now, he, went so on the, he went on the trading block? Did he or was it Miles Sanders first? Oh, it was Miles Sanders I, because I remember I said no, no, no. Yeah, it was Miles Sanders. It was Miles Sanders. Okay. it was Miles Sanders that went up. So I said nothing about Elijah. Right? Mm-hmm. I hit white with a hey man, I really want to do a like a little combo deal for uh Saint, like some. But I said it was like with Sanders, da 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 da. And he was like, oh, we're doing a three way trade with with John. I said no, <laughs> not <laughs> not that one. Like like Miles. <laughs> And he was like, oh, oh. I see, I see. <laughs> so I was like, all right, hey, man, I, well, I'm interested in Miles Sanders. I, I Like like White said earlier, like, I believe that he is good talent, right? I feel that he's more of like a scat back type running back, so those kind of like hang around a little bit, not taking like huge hits left and right. So I feel like a little bit more confident for longevity for him, right? And then uh, at some point, I don't know why, but like I just – feel that he's going to get his appropriate touches or he's going to leave the Eagles. Like it's, it's one or the other for me. Yeah. So I'd rather have him on a dynasty league. And if I don't start him, guess what? He's going to be chilling on that bench until the time comes. And that's how I feel about it. So for him, it was more of like, I was just going to try and grab him for a cheap. And I just knew that white was just salivating for Darnell Mooney. Uh, yeah, so like it was just like, oh, hey man, I'll give you Mooney, and he was like, shit, all right, and then like he didn't talk to me for like four days straight, and I was like, all right, <laughs> there goes White again. He's mulling ideas left and right. I was like, hey man, what about this? Red. Hey, what about that? Red. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. And then also out of nowhere, I, w- I it was like early in the morning. I wake up to just boom. Uh, a, a trade uh, a, a trade request has been uh, sent, and for I thought I was rowing, asking for uh, Deshaun Watson again, uh, <laughs> trying to do a and and three uh, third round p- picks for him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I see I see uh, Dark Mooney in a second pick. I was like, all right, he's going after the second rounder. That's respectable. And I see Miles Sanders. So I was like, all right, cool bet. You know, I, not, not that bad. I see Eliza Mitchell. I press, I press accept. So <laughs> you didn't even see Brandon Cooks. You just, <laughs> I, I, did, I did not see Brandon Cooks at all. I immediately. Uh, oh, okay. so I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Rogers, but just to show you like how Rogers like exaggerates. So February, <laughs> February, 20th, February 22nd at 8. 18 p.m. He sent me a trade request. I responded the next day, February 23rd at 8:08 a.m. <laughs> just to put it, just to put it out. Hold on, now. Let's not. If we're gonna talk about it, let's talk about it. How long have I been going after Sanders? Because I was going, <laughs> I was trying to get Sanders up off you before you even put him on the block. I think a decent little time. I can't recall, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you're telling the truth. But half the time I do trades with you, White, it's it, it, it's like UPS. It's a seven to ten day business day. <laughs> Man, got the economy class. He's right about the previous encounter. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, he's right. yeah but like that, that's that's that. Like I love talking with White. That's the worst part. But if you don't get your trade in with him, 
during that conversation, you're never gonna you're never getting it by the time you want it. Buddy Rogers is so I sent that trade, right? I sent him a text saying, I sent a trade, tell me what you think. It was he accepted, <laughs> he accepted it. He accepted it in like two seconds. And then sent me a text and said, I'll take it. <laughs> It's really not that bad. It's, it's okay. And from it's outside, out, from it's outside, so go, you go ahead, Nate. So we get it. So I, we got both of y'all's kind of breakdown. Um, so Nate, you from an outside perspective, you go ahead, and I'll, I'll give my outside perspective on it. You got you, yeah. you, you break it down a little bit. So I guess most people would look at it like, first of all, like not thinking this pick is that big, which it obviously it's not. Um, but like when you look at Elijah Mitchell on on San, in San Francisco. Um, the way they use running backs and the way Shanahan, it seems like every year there's like a new guy. I feel like he's never, at least right now, I don't know for sure if he's going to be the guy. So it's not like you gave away a, a high running back one or like a, even he, he might be a run RB2. I mean, RB2, RB, you know, right. RB3 type guy. Yeah. Um, Brandon Cooks, I mean, you look, when you look at it in Houston, right? Is Tyrod Taylor on the contract? I'm not sure. Remember, he's an Atlanta quarterback. Yeah, he's no, an Atlanta quarterback. <laughs> Adam Schefter over here. He ain't right before. Um, with the inside of school. Um, but, you know, you got the guy you wanted, right? When you when you look at it. Yes or no? You got the guy you wanted, right? Right. And uh, I also got a pick. So, like, I got four picks this season. So yeah. yeah. Not to interrupt you, Nate, but, like, that first round, that second round, first round pick, I do think that's kind of valuable. 11. Yeah, so, the 11th. Yeah, so, yeah. So, the, it's the 11th overall pick in the upcoming yeah, draft. That was my last point. So, like, when in this dynasty league, um, it's kind of like in real life. Like, how much do you value the picks? Like, if you value the picks, I mean, you feel like you can make a move and you feel like you can get somebody, um, especially going to depend on – who actually pays attention to these people um, as far as these draft picks um, and where they go and all that type of stuff. If you feel like you can make moves with it and it's valuable to you, then by all means, try to get these draft picks. Um, I've traded one. I, you know, I just got a draft pick, but we'll talk about that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I think it's as most people would say. Yeah. Um, number one, I, I am dumbfounded the fact that Brandon Cooks is 28 years old. I mean, I thought he's been in the league for fucking 15 years. 28 years? That, that's crazy to me. So he came into the league at 20. That's since wild. We've been in the, since we've been in the high school. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. I thought for sure Brandon Cooks had been in the league since like 2010. I thought he was 31. And then I, I already accepted it, and I found out he was 28. But you know? I will still say, even though he is, I, it's a, it's, he got a lot of miles on him, right? Like, Absolutely. It, it, like 28, yeah. it's... Age, you know, we've had a lot of talk about age and stuff recently. Eight, 28 being in the league for eight years is a lot different than 28 and being in the league being in the league for four years, right? Yeah. Like it's way different. And this is his worst uh, situation. I mean, yeah. I think we all agree. This is his worst situation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, he only signed like a, what, a two-year contract, and there's a possibility he could be traded. To yeah. 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 And that's good. You I know, don't think he went to a contender. Maybe. My whole fact of the matter is, like, like I, I was, I was talking to John a little a bit earlier. Like I want to say, like a day or two ago, it's like, man, that quarterback situation across the league right now could have somebody like Brandon Cooks or you know, uh, shit, Mooney, anybody. One lick of the wrist where Rogers goes somewhere else, turns that that wide receiver, you know, 20, 28, You know what I mean? Up to a top ten talent. Yeah, immediately that's possible but and that's that that's where like you know it's it, it's there's certain situations across the league that 
we're like, yo, it's one piece away from setting or destroying someone's team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like the biggest thing that I'm looking at, which I feel like John's looking at too, the most interesting team to watch, the Buccaneers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thousand sure, percent. For sure. that, that I want Jameis to go back. That. But that's so funny you said that because I was thinking like it wouldn't be dumb for they can't do much worse. I mean, that's probably like the best they can do, really. Yeah. For sure, for, unless they get Rodgers. I mean, obviously, right. but or or uh, Russell Wilson. But he said he's not coming to the East Coast or some Ooh. stupid shit. I don't know what. Yeah, he came out and said like he's not coming to the East Coast. I don't even know what that fucking means. Um, there, but um, but yeah, my perspective on it, real quick, is I think you know White's team needed wide rec- a wide receiver. Uh, Rodgers just needed depth, and I think they both got what they needed. Now, I do think that there is a. It's weird, right? I, I think that there's a couple of different ways to look at it. Could he have possibly gotten more from Elijah Mitchell? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. like, and this is and this is a great segue into me and Nate's trade, right? To where certain people value people differently, right? Like, if the Elijah Mitchell, like, the way White sees it, he has Elijah Mitchell on his team. He's sitting there thinking, like, okay, Raheem Mostert's coming back. Debo Samuel's running a lot. The running back core in San Fran's always like a fucking Ferris wheel, right? It just goes round and round. It's like who's next, right? He so he's kind of valuing him as like, okay, I might need to get him off, right? And again, yes, could he have gotten more from the right person? Sure, but this is the thing about it, right? And it, it's subjective. If he thinks Darnell Mooney, Darnell Mooney could be the greatest wide receiver of all time in two years, like, I, do we know really? Like, do I think he's no, going to no, know, yeah. right? But like, if if that's his hunch, that's his guy. Like, sure, right, go for it. That right. that's it, right? If the, yeah. if both people are happy, and uh, you know it's close, I think that I do think Darnell Mooney for Miles Sanders and Brandon Cooks. I think that that is fair conversation. If that was a straight up trade, I'd be like, eh, okay. Cool. A young right. wide receiver, Brandon Cook's got like two more years left probably, and Miles Sanders is, you know, who knows? It's kind of like a question mark. But then you see an 11th overall pick for Elijah Mitchell. Hey, who knows, right? Because this is the, another interesting way to look at it. If we would have had our dynasty draft last year, like Elijah Mitchell wouldn't have been picked probably, or he would have been picked no. like the third round or some shit. So White could do something with that 11th overall pick. He could. Sure. So sure. it gets it gets, sure. it gets gets interesting. Um and so we'll we'll go from that trade and we'll go into me and Nate's trade talking about, you know, valuing people differently because not only did I make a trade with Nate, I mean, I literally flipped it within like 24 hours. Um so right, I'm going to yeah. let I'm going to yeah. let Nate Swindler. I, I, you know, okay. Actually, I do. I actually do want to go first cuz I want to cuz I Nate me and Nate actually haven't even talked about this. So, for context, uh this was yesterday. Was it yesterday? 2 days ago. Two days ago. Two days ago, I called I called Nate at like what, like ten in the morning? I was nah. uh, Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. and I but I called him, but it was really about the podcast stuff, but also I wanted to talk about Trevor. I think the first thing out of my mouth was like, What do you want for Trevor Lawrence? That was the first thing I said. Yeah. And this was my what I the reason I wanted Trevor Lawrence, I do I think Trevor Lawrence it, this is the cheapest Trevor Lawrence is ever gonna be. And my thought process was, okay, I would like to get Trevor Lawrence one as a backup, and he has a lot of potential upside. My thought process is if I get Trevor Lawrence right now, I can get him for cheaper than I ever will before, like will later down the road. And even if I don't want Trevor Lawrence and he goes out next year and throws for 30 and 10, somebody's going to want 
more than what I gave for him. So really, I was looking at it as like a placeholder. Let me ho- let me grab Trevor um, Trevor Lawrence for cheap. I hold on to him for a year or two, and then maybe I can get rid of him for like two first rounders two years down the road. It was kind of like you know getting guy cheap and selling him high, like buy low, sell high situation. That was my main mindset. Like, and also he's a backup, so that was really my thought process. The way the negotiation went down, I was like, "What do you want?" And he was like, Nate said that um, he wanted Donald Parham, and I said, "Okay." And I, but I also told him, I was like, I realize Donald Parham's not enough. So I'll definitely add in Kirk Cousins, which will give you a backup. Um, and it gives you a stat because you have Justin Jefferson if you want to play him on a bye week. Um, and then at that point, I also, he also said he wanted Sony Michelle. So it kind of got to the point where it was like those three guys. And then once it hit those three, once he added Sony Michelle, I was like, okay, if you're going to add Sony Michelle to that, you're going to have to add a piece for me. And it, it kind of went, and then that's when it was like, I would like LaVishka, and it was like, okay, but I was like, I know if I add LaVishka, I'm going to have to add another piece, and that's what happened. Then I added Tim Patrick, and then we were at that point, and then I was like, okay, I have this one, and there was one other trade. I don't remember exactly. It was where. Kirk. I was trying to get Kirk. I was trying to Christian Kirk. And you would have gave that's me a first rounder or a second rounder. Yeah, instead of Tim, like if, instead of Tim Patrick. It would have been Christian Kirk, and I would have yeah. got a first rounder or a second rounder. Yeah, you would have got a first rounder. A I first rounder. Yeah, yeah, and it but which that would have been the 10th overall pick. So that's why that yeah. was kind of, if like if it was like the third overall pick, I probably would have done that, right? But that was right. the other trade. Instead of Tim Patrick in that trade, it would have been Christian Kirk in a first rounder. That's correct. Um and so I thought about it for probably like 30 minutes and I just sent it to you. I sent you the one without it. I so yeah. for so for context for anybody listening, I traded Kirk Cousins, uh Sony Michelle. Tim Patrick and Donald Parham, and in return, I got Trevor Lawrence and Lavishka Chenault. That was the first trade, <laughs> and I got a second rounder and a yeah, second, and yeah, I got a second yeah, rounder, which is the twentieth overall pick. So it's not really anything yeah. crazy. Um, and so that's kind of how it went for, down from my perspective. So now you 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 go yeah, ahead. For, yeah, for me, like um, in my mind, I was going to kind of use Trevor Lawrence as kind of like a trade piece in a way because I knew people would value him. Um, so I was kind of happy when you asked me for him because uh, I got Justin Herbert. So the thing for me is I'm always going to just basically need, at least for the next, in my mind, the next five years, just somebody for my bye week. Um, I actually would – I probably want to get another young quarterback, but we'll talk, I'll talk about that later. Um, but Having Kirk Cousins for me, that was going to be enough uh, to really start the trade off, just so I can get a quarterback. Um, because right now I have Ben Roethlisberger, which is going to be dropped, and I have Sam Darnold, so right. I was going to need to upgrade right there, kind of anyway, unless I kept Trevor Lawrence. Um, and then also, I just want—I did—I did want another running back. So Sony Michelle for me, I just feel like it makes. My team better. I didn't trade anybody on my team that starts right now. So that right. was that was the number one thing. Right. And I felt like I got some – I felt like I, maybe Sony Michelle I could put in the starting lineup sometime depending on, you know, how I feel. Um, and with Donald Parham, I know Jared Cook. I mean, he's like – Jared Cook is like 36 years old, I think. Yeah, like he, he's another guy. He's got to be on the way out. Um, So he's got to be hopeful, hoping that Donald Parham has a full recovery from whatever happened that – that night, uh, Sunday night football, Thursday night football, whatever it was. Um, I kind of I like his game. He's a long guy, um, good red zone threat, I feel like, and he can move for a tight end. I like that. Um, so just kind of a, a field piece for me. I kind of want to have my eye on him for a while. Um, 
I don't like to tell people who I got my eye on. Uh, right, that's fair. Right. So people, and then Tim Patrick. So with Tim Patrick, I understand that they have Cortland Sutton and Jared Judy on their team. So he's kind of like you know their de facto third, I guess you would say. But at some point, this is a dynasty, and he's either gonna they're not gonna be able to keep all of them. So I think he'll be able to be in a better situation, whether it's there or somewhere else down the line. Um, I'm not really banking on him to play for me right away. So. Yeah, um, he's a decent like a flex, yeah, yeah. He, and he's a decent flex spot too because they just gave yeah. him a bag like he just got paid so, yeah. so this, this past season so he's at least a flex play and that's what I had him for is just a flex play. Well, yeah. I did. I, I, so well, why why so now now let's go into the second part of this situation yeah. to where you, you think I swindled you? Yeah, like well, so here's the thing. So here's the thing. So when he when he said he wanted Trevor Lawrence, let's let's not he left out a piece. He made it seem like he wanted Trevor Lawrence to, on his team. That's the thing about it. So he made it seem like okay, um, I need a young backup. Because um, who's your quarterback? It was Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's your quarterback. So you was like, oh, I wanted a you know I wanted a quarterback. I have a backup quarterback. And I'm like, and then he ended up trading him. I'm like, oh, so you just trying to get him? Which is fine. Do your thing. Do your thing. But I'm like, oh, all right, cool. I will. Right. I will say. I will say. This is how it happened. So I, I, I'm not lying. Okay, it, I will say this. I wasn't lying to you when I say I did want Trevor Lawrence because I do think that he is going to be something, and I think this is the cheapest you'll ever get him. But yeah, sure. I think both can be true. I think like if I had him, and next year he throws thirty for ten, he is a good backup for my team. Right. So that's true. And but also like still, I did always have in the back. I will always have player values in the back of my mind. And like I said, everybody's always available. Like I'm always thinking of players as like chess pieces where it's like, yes, he I did want him on my team as a backup. He was a first overall pick last year. Like he has a lot of potential. So like, yes, I did want him on on my team as like a potential backup. So I'm not I wasn't lying about that, but I did. Like, yes, I'm not gonna lie to you. In my mind, I did was like, okay, two or three years from now, I could probably get like two first rounders from him. That, 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 That was in my mind. When you called me, did you know you was going to make a trade? Negative. Or? Negative. And I have the, the <laughs> proof and I have the proof. Because actually what's funny enough is you remember our phone call. You did tell me in the phone call that you think somebody else wants him. And you said, I think it's Winston. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't remember. I'm pretty sure it was Winston. And, and Winston will be able to back this up. Um, He will 100% be able to back this up. At Monday at 1145... He messaged me on Facebook Messenger, which is like probably like 30, 45 minutes after the trade happened. Yeah. It might have been like 10 minutes. I really don't remember. But at 11.45 Monday, he, he gave me the, the rolling eyes emoji for, on Facebook Messenger and said, so you, you're who I have to talk to now about Lawrence. He came to me. Oh, yeah, so it has to be. Yes, to he be. came to me. So that's, let's clear that up. So he came he came to me at eleven forty four and said, So you're who I have to talk to about Lawrence and I said, Come to daddy. <laughs> so 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 we had a couple of negotiations that day. Um it got down to it where I was like, Look, like I told him straight up, I was like, Look, I'll give you a price and I won't go too deep into it. Um I maybe we can me and uh Winston can have a future combo where we go in depth about how that conversation went. But it really went as far as like I knew he was interested immediately. Um and then we had a little back and forth um about it and was just kinda like, What do you want? Um and I was like, ah, probably I need a running back for next year. Um but there's no serious talks like right when that initially happened. And then probably at about Seven o'clock at night, I thought about it. I was like, you know what? 
I think I can make a move here. And I sent him a message at seven and I was like, how bad do you want Lawrence? And so I let him marinate in it for a little bit. I was like, how bad do you want Lawrence? And he was like, and I, again, I'm not going to read the full text exchange, but um, he said, um, depending on what you want. And then I was like, I, I shot for the moon. I was like Trey Lance and Kareem Hunt or something like that. I wanted like, a, well, damn. yeah. And he was like, but like, to be fair, he was like, absolutely not. And then, um, or no, 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 no. That's not what I initially sent. It was Trey Lance. You know what? I will pull it up um, just so I do have it. Get the facts straight. Yeah, I want yeah, you out yeah. here telling no damn Oh, I did right say here. that. I was. That, that is what I did. I said, if anything, I need a running back. And he said, you want Hunt back. And I said, ha-ha, maybe. So I didn't even bring up Hunt yet. He brought up Hunt first. Uh, so he brought up he wanted Trevor Lawrence and brought up that he wanted to give me Kareem Hunt. Both of them. I'd never brought up either one of them to him. He brought up both of those guys first. And then I said, no, that's not enough. Like, I was like, Kareem Hunt's not enough for Trevor Lawrence. And that's what I told him. And he was like, so what does this enough package look like? And I was like, Trey Lance and, Tre- and Kareem Hunt. So I was correct there. And he was like, uh, absolutely not. Explained why he didn't like that. And I was like, look, that's the price as of now. And he's like, yeah, I'm out of that race. Like, whatever, I can't. And then, like, 10, 15 minutes later, I was just like, Kareem Hunt in next year's first round. And then he was just kind of like, how about Hunt and next year's first and maybe Mayfield for Lawrence? Um, wait, how about Hunt and next year's first and maybe – oh, and then maybe Mayfield for Lawrence and Chenault. And I was like – I was like, in my mind, I was like, I'm not going to get rid of both the guys I just got uh, because if Trevor Lawrence does go off, I still got that piece in Chenault that is like doing well, yeah. right? Um, and – then I was like, look, and he actually called me. We talked on the phone for a second, and it cut down to two offers. The two offers were the one that happened, Kareem Hunt in a first rounder for Trevor Lawrence, and then it was Trevor Lawrence and LaVisca Chenault for Kareem Hunt and two first rounders. And I told him, I was like, look, this is the two trades. That's my final offer because, like, look, I just got him. Like, I, you know, it's take it or leave it. That's it. And I put my phone down, went to sleep, and I woke up with Kareem Hunt in the first rounder. So that that's exactly how it happened. I, I like I said, I never had it full in, intention in my mind. Like, oh, I'm about to flip him real quick. I, yeah. did, I did not. That was not what happened. He no, came to me. Yeah, this one. It fell. Fun. It fell into my lap. And like I said, I feel great. Like I said, I went. I woke up Monday morning, and I had. You know, what was it, Monday? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I woke up Monday morning, and I had Kirk Cousins, Sony Michelle, Tim Patrick, and Donald Parham. And when I went to sleep, I had LaVisca Chenault, Kareem Hunt, a first and a second rounder. So I feel phenomenal about that yeah. situation. This man, that's why I love my whole league team the next two years. My, my thing, Nate, I don't like, I mean, it's kind of like none of your business who he trades <laughs> With all due respect, you can't just say that. No, 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 you can't say with all due respect after coming up with some sniper fire like that. Right, right. Hey, with all due respect, it always comes with the most after that phrase. With all due respect, the most ridiculous thing I ever came up my mouth. Like, ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. No, to be fair, you're right. You're absolutely right. But like he, just, I just didn't know. Like he straight up told me that he wanted Trevor Lawrence, and then I find out he traded him, which is cool. Like you know, kudos to him. Kudos to him. Bamboozled. 
Yeah, I, cool. I, I got who I, I mean. I'm cool. I got who I wanted. It's yeah, like, and I think uh, like me and you, like right as far as our trade goes, and let's like now let's break it down like quickly as far as like okay, how did it work out for everybody at the end? Like it worked out for you, Nate, because like I said, you. I mean, maybe you could have started Chenault and your flex randomly, maybe like once yeah. or two times, but now you get Sony Michelle that like he's a free agent. He could go somewhere and he could be a RB two, right? He could be like a starter for you or just a flex play. Same with Tim Patrick. So you got two guys that you would possibly start and Donald Parham, which is a potential stack for you going forward with Justin Herbert at the tight end spot. So, and you just want a championship, so you can really do whatever the fuck you want. So that's, that's that. The main, <laughs> so, that's the truth of everything, right? And then, and then, as far as me, yeah. my first trade that I got, like I said, I mean, I got Trevor Lawrence, which is a great young piece, which is not only like a, a potential good asset for my team, but also a good asset to trade. That's the way I looked at it. And Lavishka Chenault, again, another great young talent, and we'll see if it comes to fruition. He scored ze- just like Miles Sanders, zero touchdowns last year, which is crazy. I looked at that after I got him. I was like, zero touchdowns? Wow. Um, you know what the coolest thing about this app is? Let me tell you the cool thing this about this app. This app is fucking incredible as far as stats Whoa. and everything. Yeah, so this, it tells you the amount of transactions everybody yep. has. It is the his, and it has not only that. So ESPN does that. It'll it'll say like how many transactions like each right. team has done, but it yeah. also has each player history. So if you go to like um, let's uh, Kareem Hunt for example. If you go yeah. click on Kareem Hunt and you look at history, it'll show his history, all the stats he's ever had in the NFL. But it shows his transaction history in our league. So it shows that I drafted him in the sixth round, but then it also shows that I traded him to Winstein. But it also tra- shows that I traded he traded him back to me. It show it tracks everybody's player history as far as where they're moving around in our league as well. Yeah. I get like this app isn't as user friendly as ESPN, but the did all the stats that it has, like if you get used to That's the app, cool. I yeah. love this app. The yeah, it's, just, it's like the it's so good. Yeah, it's like the swiping, and so I'll be getting confused sometimes. But yeah. the main point of me bringing that up was I have the second to last as far as like as many transactions. Uh, the person with the least against the norms who who is against the norms? That's Colson. Colson. All right, he has two transactions. I got five, and everybody else has at least. I guarantee you, like, I have the yeah. most. Me and Ro- I bet you, me and Russell have the top two. I don't even know what it yeah, looks like, but I bet you six, and you have thirty-eight. Oh, okay, I thought okay. I, would, I, would, I don't I know if it counted. Like, like, uh, yeah, sorry, little audio mix up there, but um, I'll finish up how the trade worked out for Winstein because, like I said, it worked out pretty well for me. Um, but as far as Winstein goes. He got Trevor Lawrence, which, I mean, in my mind, the, it, it hurt Winstein the most. And the reason it hurt Winstein the most because he already has, number one, Dak Prescott, but he also has Trey Lance. He already has a young quarterback. So getting Trevor Lawrence, maybe that does give him – he could use Trevor Lawrence in the future like I said I was going to do, right? So, like, maybe two years from now he could turn Trevor Lawrence into something bigger, possibly. But as far as just as, like, a player, he didn't really need him. Um, but – and then what hurt him the most is losing Kareem Hunt. And the reason why is because, like, now – and let me pull it up. But as far as his running backs go, he has Christian McCaffrey and Aaron Jones – and his next, and then he has James Robinson as his number three. But with Travis Etienne coming up, I don't know what the situation is with James Robinson. So his number three is James Robinson. And then he has James White for New England. 
Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, Naeem Hines, Zach Moss. So maybe Zach Moss, get, maybe, but that looks like Devin Singletary's job for the most part. Um, so, yeah, I, his running back situation is really tough now. Like, if Chris McCaffrey's out, his RB2 is going to be James Robinson. So that's tough, um, is at least that. And then he also lost his first rounder next year, which that's what I got. So, I mean... Again, like, it, if his top two running backs stay healthy, he'll be fine, but he doesn't have much of a backup plan now. Um, so, see, so yeah, I mean, that's that trade. Um, now, I, I guess lastly, what we'll touch on is uh, this, uh, I guess, tanking situation, if you want to call it that. Oh, so, you didn't want to go over the CD one? Oh, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touch yeah. on that real quick. My bad. Yeah, go I ahead. Mean, it kind of like connects with this trade, like hardcore. It for me. does. It does. So for me, like everyone, like you know, was definitely uh, in favor of Winston winning that trade, right? And like I feel like almost everybody in the chat will probably agree that I lost that trade. Uh, as of right now, yes. Ooh. I just think it, again. I think this comes down to fantasy philosophy. I think wide receive young wide receivers are like the best asset in dynasty football and that's just my philosophy so that's why i think he won but i think you can do something with what you got i don't think you got murdered but i think he won as of like now he okay check check. this is why i feel i walked away very happy okay so obviously i got the running back that i really really want what and say the trade exactly what it was again oh it was uh his first rounder this year which is the eighth or the seventh overall it's the eighth overall uh with uh, what's his first name? I always forget it. Uh, Intian? Travis Etienne. Travis. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which I like him as a running back. I saw him when he was over at Clemson. I really liked how he ran. I think that he's going to fit perfect with Trevor Lawrence. Like, I feel like he's a great fit for what they're going to be trying to do. Yep. And when it comes to like the, the, the Jag, uh, Jackson, Jacksonville Jaguars, like, let's be real. They are not going to be running the ball heavy the whole time, right? Let's be real. So if it's coming down to the who they're going to be running at running back, it's not going to be James Robinson. You know what I mean? Like it's ne- They're going to be allowing Trevor Lawrence to really yeah. let his arm go, and guess who's going to be off, ready for a little dump off and already has been known to be in the passing game? Yeah. The running back. You know what I mean? Like it is what it is. So for me, I like the, the potential. Plus, I like the first round round pick. Like, I feel that I, I'm one of those people that like I dive deep into the draft of like looking where like who's the next up and coming people and like where they're going to be falling in place. Right? What first round pick did that turn into? Just for um, transparency, eighth overall, eighth, eighth overall. Okay, it's one of the two, but you know what I mean. Like, it's it's. Seven or eight, right? Where, where it gets interesting there, as far as the picks go, it's just—I mean—in retrospect, now that we look at it, because that trade happened early. It was October twelfth. So, I mean, that was probably yep. week four, probably. Yeah. Um, but it's—I mean—if you really look at the the picks now, I mean, you traded, you gave him your second round pick, which was the first overall pick in the second round, and then he made the playoffs. So that's the eighth overall pick. So it's only three picks, which that could be a big difference. Don't get me wrong. It's three yeah. picks, but it's funny because it's not that big of a difference, like the first and second rounder in retrospect. It's, yeah. But it's like for me, like here, here's the thing. And, and, I, and I feel that a lot of people are running these picks certain a certain way. I feel that 
like I said earlier, Winston is leveraging his team so heavy right now. He doesn't have first round for this year, next year. He doesn't have a second round this year. I guarantee you he's going to trade away his second his second rounder for just nothing next year. And, like, his team is not getting younger. That's why and, I was surprised he did the trade with me. That's what surprised me the most. And that's why, like, I was comfortable. And this is why, like, I'm – I know it sucked to trade away CD, but I got what I wanted as well as I put him in a position that's going to screw him over in the long run. Because I he, too. we all know he is a diehard Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like we, everyone has their tendencies. Everyone has their one or two players that for some reason <laughs> end up on their team. You Mine's always been Stafford and Tyreek Hill. They've always gotten to my team some magical way. Uh, I want to say for uh, what not white um, uh, for Baton, he always has Kamara somehow get on one of his teams. You know what I mean? Like it just magically happens. And for some reason, like we all have our tendencies. He's always cowboy heavy. Right. And sooner or later with Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb, he's going to be starting them every week. That whole team is going to march to the sound of Dak Prescott. And I feel that we're all in agreement. Can he put up numbers? Absolutely. But he will give you some ducks across the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with that team, it takes one good week and he's done. Yeah. And for, for him at some point, he's going to have to trade someone off that team that he is not going to want to have to let go. And it's going to be for pennies on the dollar because he's going to be forced to make a move. Yeah, I, and I I do I now in retrospect like looking at it, I, I I think that my trade hurt him more because it, this is my thing. I think he could have taken that first round pick. He had if he wanted to get yeah. rid of his first round pick next year, he could have turned that into like a wide receiver a potential wide receiver yeah, one exactly. or running back one this year. The way his team structured, like it, he should he should be in like win now mode. So like he should have just yeah. doubled down on that instead of getting Trevor Lawrence. And if you're gonna trade away your first round pick. Don't go get a quarterback. I mean, I would have went and got like a running back or a wide receiver that was good long term in a position that you're relatively weak at. Like Dak Prescott and Trey Lance is a decent out. That's one of the. That's a that's really that's a really good, good stack. That's a yeah, really good stack. Good. It was pretty, pretty interesting that you know that's where it was. I mean, I was I can't wait for him to come on and but, talk about that. But so the reason why, like I, I say that you yours okay, mine was a punch. Right, it was just that yeah. hey. That, that that jab before the haymaker, right? Yeah. It was like it put him in that awkward situation where, like, yeah, he's he was he was set up to get his ring this year, but Nate said, "No, sir, no, we're not oh. having it." Right. <laughs> and so now he's sitting here, like, all right, now I need to make a move. He made an outlandish move that didn't really make that much sense, and then you came over and just stole some more capital off of him. So now he's in the he's in a in a spot where it's like one like he needs to be able to get some young youth on his team. Like I, yeah. I like the, the here's the issue: how is he going to really do it? Because now everyone sees him in a situation is like, hey, you know, I know you need to come up off some of those people, but you know, I know you need to get off those people. So do I really need to give you some a prime, like, you know, players off my team? No, I I can sit here and be like, Hey, I just don't need it. And he will be fizzled out in two years. So if he, and the thing is like, he threw all his good like drafts away. And the thing is like, I'll sit here and openly say this, this might be like one of my shots for the league, but I don't trust him with picks at all. I'm not terrified of him <laughs> picking up a gem. I don't think it's going to happen. I feel that he is a very name-heavy person. 
So when it comes to rookies and trying to find the next guy, I don't think he's going to be able to find it. And I damn for sure don't think he's going to be able to get it in the third round uh, with the the overall pick. Yeah, that's not what the like. Happen. It's not gonna happen. So, yeah, if you're not paying attention, like you said, you said he's uh, like I know John said he, Dan near he's going. He he gets his invite to the combine. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to the combine. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. people mm-hmm. that like sit there and like, oh, this dude's six foot four, six foot five. He runs a four four, and like you know what I mean? Like I know there's people that don't do that in this league, which is gonna mm-hmm. show in a couple of years. You know what, what I mean? What I was saying, yeah, yeah. we don't know. Like, it's gonna we gonna know in a couple of years who was who was doing their homework. Yeah. Oh yeah, your draft picks. The draft picks are gonna tell the. You know, it's gonna tell the whole truth. Like when, in, when, yeah, yo, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I talk your shit. <laughs> no, I was saying, um, yeah, that's all. I, like when you look at draft picks, it just really depends on the person. Like me, I know I'm gonna do my research. Like so, draft picks are valuable to me, or I'm gonna do the best of my ability to make the best pick. You Absolutely. know, next man up. So like, I agree with you on that. Like, like Rogers, Nate, like all three of y'all, like. Y'all would have picked that's dangerous, you know. So, like, but don't so like, I ain't gonna say no names. Never mind. Yeah, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, wait, say, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, we can say, can say, yeah, because we know you ain't gonna get. I can like, say, like, I can oh, bait, like, oh, Baton. yeah, like with bait, like, you know, I give him my first round pick. Well, I say a third round pick with baiting, you know, it's it's a hit and miss. It, I say it like this, I'll be polite. I'm more worried with Rodgers with a, a valuable pick than I am Baton. I put it like that. So you're saying Baton didn't know what the fuck he's doing. All right, got it. So <laughs> that's that's what you said. That's basically what came out of your mouth. All right. So it, translations. Yeah. But uh, damn, I, I forgot my thought. What I was about to say. I, that that got me there for a second. That's hilarious. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Rowan. My my guy's Rowan. Because like, here's my thing. Is like, it's funny enough. I think Rowan watches the most college football out of anybody. But it's just Alabama. So, like, I mean, he's just going to draft Alabama players. It's like, if oh, Rowan has – Ro- what what pick does Rowan have? Uh, second overall? Second overall. He's picking a run- – that's the James. best part. If you're in the third – whoever has the third overall pick and you want somebody from Alabama, you're going to need to trade up. But, like, if you <laughs> if you want anybody that's not Alabama, you're good, right? Like, you know what's going to happen. Like, he's going – like – I don't. It's just gonna happen. It's either gonna be a wide receiver what? or a running back from Alabama. He's just gonna draft him. That's what's gonna happen. You have Tua and Jalen Hurts on your team, bro. He though again, and I said this before, and I said he had like thirteen. I'm gonna count him. I'm gonna name off his team real quick. From a Alabama standpoint, he has Tua, one, Najee Harris, two, Josh Jacobs, three, Jerry Judy, four, Jalen Hurts, five, Damian Wait. Harris, Damian Harris, six. Wasn't Renfro there too? No, but no, he only got no. him because he saw them play Clemson, in that championship. Clemson, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm counting them too. Julio Jones, <laughs> Julio Jones, Julio Jones, seven. OJ Howard, eight. It, didn't John U. Smith play there too? I don't think so. Maybe he did, or I don't know. Maybe not. But it that's eight people from Alabama. But I agree with you, Nate. There's that now you have Hunter Renfro because he played for Clemson and played against him. Mike Evans, Texas A and M. Now we can just go SEC too, <laughs> like Texas A and M. Mike Evans. It's crazy. It's crazy. Samaje P. Ryan, Florida. Um, AJ Dillon. I don't know where AJ Dillon went, but he was good in college. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, but he went to Ohio State, so it was like a big caliber school. Odell Beckham, LSU. Uh, Rondell Moore, eh, no, he went to like Purdue, I think, or something. Um, yeah, he went to some weird. Yeah, but like, I mean, it's either SEC, it's, it's Alabama, primarily Alabama, and the rest is just SEC. And look, 
No, it doesn't work. No, it's it's trash. It, this is just oh, bad. So, <laughs> so, but um, but yeah. So, lastly, last thing we'll do uh, before we cut this off is um, let's talk about the tanking situation. We'll just go ahead and clear yeah. it up. Uh, of what exactly happened? Um, so, week seven of last season. Um, because the thing is, is like obviously you can't tank, right? Like that's yeah. against the rules. It's written in the rules. Um, mm-hmm. you cannot tank, and if anybody tanks. If you do tank again, if you don't, I think the actual message got erased since it was yeah. in the. Um, it was forf- forfeiture of pig, right? Yes, you. It's yeah. possible. It depends on the severity, but it, it would come to a vote. But if you yeah. do tank, it would. The, it would have to be the ninety percent of the league. So, well, one hundred percent of the league. So everyone has to vote that somebody is tanking, right? Yeah. Um, it, it would. Everyone have to agree that that person is tanking. Um, so. The 100% of the league would have to vote against that person. And then if they do, then we would talk about the severity of it, and then they would lose potentially a first-rounder and then possibly a second-rounder as well, but or just a second-rounder. It depends on how bad it is if it like actually messed up the league, if it messed up final standings and stuff like that. So that's that's where that stands. Now, as far as this move happened, and I'll, I'll say what happened from a – from an outsider's perspective and as the commissioner, and then I'll let you say what happened. Um, yeah. So in the seventh, um, it was week seven, uh, Donovan's People Jones um, was in his starting lineup, and it was a Thursday night game. And I remember this vividly. I remember that him going into the game, I think it was a hamstring injury. It was a leg injury for sure. I think it was hamstring, and he was questionable. But it was literally like I mean, it, I mean, I think it was less than thirty minutes before the game because I remember it was weird. Like I was paying attention to it, and it was like an hour prior, and they still hadn't decided. And I like stopped paying attention to it, and then like kickoff, he wasn't playing. Um, so it was probably like literally in like the last thirty minutes. But the it happened, and he was in his starting lineup, and he didn't play. Um, Rogers ended up losing by one point or two points. And yep. if he, if he would have started any other wide receiver, he actually would have won the game. Now, even that would have happened. He was playing Winstein that week. Winstein would have still finished seven and six. He would have beat me in the tiebreaker and still made the playoffs. So his out, his outcome did not change. Winstein's outcome didn't change, even though he got that extra win. And also the seeding didn't change either. Cause Winstein was the four seed. Um, because him and Nate had the same record, eight and five, and then nine and four was Baton, and uh, Russell was ten and three, um, and Baton was the four seed, um, and or no, I'm sorry, Winstein was the four seed. So even if he would have, obviously, if he would have lost, he would have still been the four seed. So that didn't change, and also Rogers finished dead last, so you would have gave Rogers a win, so that would have made him three and ten. Well, he would have still tied with Rowan, who was three and ten, and Rogers put up less points. So. It did not affect any outcome. That was the only week that a player was not in the starting position that was actually playing football. The only other time you could say it happened was the week after with Russell Gage, but he played that game but got yeah. a goose egg. Um, yeah. And that's so that's the grand scheme that you can talk about what exactly happened that day. Um, yeah. But that is what happened. That was what was in question about him tanking. Four yours. Oh yeah, yeah. So um just just to recap off of that real quick. Uh that's all Russell's pretty much called me out for this. Um so he if if there's any way to, for someone to come after me, it's Russell. So um but but for real, like I was in a I forgot which school I was I was in some like Intel course or something like that, and I was working on my final. And you know, like I, I got the whole 
the I was checking the updates. Oh, you know, he's looking leaning towards starting, leaning towards playing, leaning towards this. And I think it was like that week or a week prior, you know, obviously John can correct me if I'm wrong. He actually had a pretty big game because that was when Odell was kind of like in and out of lineup. So then yep. like he got force fed one of those games. Yep. And he put up like a 20 bomb or something like that. It was like 27 or something like that. I might be wrong. But this is when he was like either it was a boom or bust. You know what I mean? Yep. And so I was like, all right, cool. If he's going to start, he's going to probably put up some points. So we're going to be good. Literally the week before he scored 24 points, two touchdowns. Yep. Exactly. So I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe he can give me like, I'm like, shit, maybe he can give me 10 points. And then, you know, like I was like, all right, cool. Leaning towards playing. I went to start working on my project. I turned the game on. I'm looking for Donald Peoples-Jones. He's not on the field. I'm like, dang, man, maybe, maybe, maybe he on the next one. Then I freaking uh turn my app on and I see that ruled out. Um <laughs> immediately, I immediately hit up John, was like, Yeah, yeah I fucked up. Yeah, and I, and I can confirm <laughs> that he did. Yeah. Yeah, so like the thing is like I, I know that that with the whole C D Lamb thing was like it was like people were like, Oh, well, you know, he's probably just tanking. I was like, nah, my team was just either injured or just they just did not perform. So, like, you know, instead of me trying to make some mediocre, like, desperation moves of, like, you know, giving away trades or some uh, picks or something like that, I'd rather, like, hold everything I got, get as much value as I can, and just kind of, like, wait for next year because, like, this is not a one-shot, like, league. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's, that's the beauty of this league, right? If you come in, it, if you come in fifth place – that's trash. There's nothing for you. You know what I mean? Like we're only taking the top four, right? For playoffs. I wouldn't know. Cause I wasn't in it, yes. but yeah, we're only taking the top four. So if you come in fifth, that's just garbage. You know what I mean? Like good for you. You know what I mean? Like for me, it's like, yo, I'm going to give away some of the pieces and like be able to make some moves and I'm going to solidify next year. Like, does it sound like tanking? Absolutely. But no, it's, it, it's, it's more like, you know what I mean? Like just preparing I, I, for the future. Yeah. Th- Cause yeah, that's, that's a strategy you can have, right? Like it's, yeah, it, it wasn't tanking. Like tanking is like literally starting players, starting players that are not start worthy other guys that are. So if you were like sat like Tyreek Hill and put in Russell Gage, it's like, okay, what are we doing? Right. Like yeah. that's tanking, right? Yeah, if like, you're yeah. like starting the best possible players or even cause you can start players. Like if you do want to start like Donovan Matt- Jones over like, you know, Russell Gage, right? Whenever Russell Gage is projected more. Somebody, and even, like, a better caliber guy, right? Like, say, yeah. I don't know, like, Amari Cooper. Say Amari Cooper is having a really tough matchup and you have a Donovan Peoples-Jones. You can play Donovan Peoples-Jones over Amari Cooper because Donovan Peoples-Jones could have – you could have that argument to say Donovan Peoples-Jones just had two touchdowns last week. Odell's not playing. Amari Cooper is going against, I don't know, like – Marcus Lattimore. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like there are yeah. situations like yeah. that that'll happen where you that's you, you can base it off of, uh, Exactly. Off that's why you that's gotta, why it has to be a 100% league vote because if you can justify in any possible way then it's not tanking, right? But yeah, if it's, it's like more than one of, week, it gotta be like, Yeah. He's doing right. something every week or like five weeks or, in a row like or it's, it's the like, very last no week of the season, right? Where it's Right, like, exactly. Right. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. Because I want to say, I think uh, there was another, there was actually one other game that was like that, but that was when Kenny Galladay, Brittle Ankles, thing. I mean, he played, he got, he, it, it, they ruled him out, but it was, I, I remember <laughs> Russell hit me up on this one. And it was, uh, hey, man, how are you going to start? Or, uh, Galladay. Galladay played three snaps. Right. And he hurt his ankle and was gone for the rest of the game. I was like, no, he played. He's just trash. Uh, <laughs> 
uh, I don't know what you want me to do, man. And what a fall from grace. You, you know what I mean? A hey, hey, Stafford be making yeah. people, get people paid. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I got to say. Um, but, yeah, man, like, I don't know. Like, for me, like, obviously, like, if you look at across the board, you saw that I put in the best, well, pretty much the most sound starting team that I could for my team. You know what I mean? Like, that. that so, like, you can't really fault me for, like, quote, unquote, t- Nate, get off, get off the app, Nate. Get off the net. Making just, we, no, I, no, 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 no. I had to get rid of Ben Roethlisberger. I still, I still haven't dropped Tom Brady. Brady. Like I still don't want to drop Tom Brady yet. I don't know. Oh, sure. I wouldn't drop him. Yeah, yeah. I would, and whoever got Gronk, you got to keep him on the team for a little bit. Yeah, um, and and that's lastly. That is the actually. This is actually last thing we'll talk about as far as dropping people. Why? Just give me give me a proper explanation why you drop Brian Edwards. Just please. Okay, man. So you could throw that in the trade, bro. Just bro, I just I just need a I just man. need a solid explanation okay. why you dropped Brian Edwards. Because Brian Edwards is trash, and I know he will be trash for the duration of his career, and I know he's not going to do anything. That's why I dropped him. So you have so you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven open bench spots. Seven. Okay, if okay, if I have seven, or say if I have the seven of those spots filled, and all those players are like trash, what's the point? Here's my question. Here's my question. Is it possible? You just got to answer yes or no, and you you can't you can't just lie. Is it possible <laughs> that Brian Edwards becomes a a wide receiver too? Is it possible? Okay, can I say no and then they explain why? Like yeah, sure. He, if you can come you up know, with a pot, Henry, you know, I'm you know saying, is it possible? Is it po- Like, is it possible? Yeah, I mean it's twenty thirty. I mean anything's possible. You're an NFL player, exactly. But, like, but that's my, that that's the answer alone right there. If it is, if anything's possible, you just if you you can drop somebody and add somebody out of speculation, but you don't just drop. If if something's possible like that, you don't just drop somebody, bro. So, if Brian Edwards comes out and scores t- two touchdowns week one, and you don't want him, that's trade bait. That's my point. It's like you literally so, just traded an asset for, or dropped an asset for uh, nothing. Hold on, hold on. I think I think the the easiest argument is that is watch this. Hey, hey, white. How many how many uh, bench spots do you have open? Seven. I already said that. All right. How many draft picks you got? Enough. You got four. <laughs> right. Yeah, so so, so you'll still you have three open spots. You know what I mean? That's that's my thing. Like, yeah. so you will, so you will fill the spots with somebody way better than him anyway. So it was like, what's the right. point? Yeah, but like my thing is this: like if, if you have him on your bench, like say you just you you're, you're cutting off the like excess slide, you don't want anybody else in those four spots for your picks. Got you. That's a hundred percent understandable. You know what I mean? Like I made moves so I can move up, uh, get people off my team, just so I can draft everybody else's as well, pretty much, right? If you have him on your team and anybody in this league thinks that he has potential to be a Number two wide receiver, Shit, even a I would have I would have given you a third round pick for him. I'm telling you right that's now, awesome. I would have. If you would have, if you before you drop somebody, before you drop somebody, at least ask. Like yeah, that's why he was trying to roast me. If you would have hit, if you if you would have literally messaged me, he's like, "Hey, bro, will you give me you know something for Brian Edwards?" I'm like, yeah, I'll give you a third cabin. rounder, bro. You capping, bro? I I know. I'm what. No, I was saying, like, Kevin, like, does, you would have not done that. But is it super just I said it last episode because I said there's a, there oh, is a okay. chance that we could have we done it to where free agent pools are a part of the draft picks. I would pick Brian Edwards in the third round if I didn't know anybody that, that was left in, like, the, the draft. Well, I would draft as Brian a commissioner, 
Well, as a commissioner, can you add back my roster? And we <laughs> Absolutely not. Because yeah. I'm picking him yes. up as soon as as soon as Waywires come back yeah. on. I'm dropping a hundred dollars on him. <laughs> no. Nah, I'm just kidding. Um, I want to say this before we leave. Um, um, Zach Wilson will be a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> okay, all right. It's like, I man, like, I mean, Zach Wilson will be in fucking oh, trash. Okay. And that's like saying Captain Crunch is better than Raisin Bran. Like, obviously. So, All right. So, so I actually like Raisin Bran. I, I, I like Raisin Bran. I know. But, I but here's the thing. But here's the thing. It's still controversial. So, like, someone could still have the argument Baker Mayfield's better. Yeah, saying Zach Wilson is better than Baker Mayfield is like saying you got the best box on the sidewalk if you're a homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> You still ain't got much, buddy. Like, you still ass out here. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Boy. That's great. That's great. All right, man. That's we'll end it. We'll we'll end it on that note, man. Uh, it's a good episode, man. I appreciate everybody for hopping on, and I appreciate everybody that's uh, that listened to this entire episode. I know we've been uh, every episode's been about an hour, so it looks like that's where all of them are going to be ending up at. So, hey, can I say something? One 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 thing, real quick. Yeah, man. So, go ahead. Hey, Rowan, don't you ever send me another tour fucking trade. In the, again, don't nobody want his ass. Just go and drop him. He gonna stay right there. Don't worry. No, it, no one's gonna pick him up. <laughs> All right, man. That's that's it. That's it for this week. Uh, and we'll we'll see y'all on Monday on uh, the draft recap part two. Peace. Yep. You're.